0: Love Talk Radio.
1: I'm here with Kettle. Hello. In red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. How's everybody tonight? Good. Doing well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not too I bad for my... a rainy day.
0: I know that's right. Well, I'm I'm brightening it up. I got my shot of tequila and my uh golden apple crisp
2: uh strong bro. <laughs> Okay, I don't know what that is, but okay. Oh. All right. How are you guys doing? Good, thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty good, pretty good.
2: Very well, very mm-hmm. well.
1: Thank you. Roll away, go away.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh huh. How are mm-hmm. you
1: today, mm-hmm. sir? Very well, I thank you. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Way. <laughs> what,
3: what
0: what you sipping on, Papa? Ooh, no. <laughs>
1: It's mm-hmm. called nursery rhyme
0: juice. I bet it <clears you throat> is, and it's, and it's probably in a brown bottle. Isn't it. Uh.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. shall we get this party started?
0: Why not? We started with our cocktails and our um r- uh, rhyme mm-hmm.
2: juice or whatever Papa said. So let's get it on. <laughs> yeah, it's ner- what you call it, Papa D. Nursery rhyme, what?
1: Nursery rhyme juice.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, okay. Dumpy dumped. Yeah. Yeah,
4: okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Well, what you got for us tonight, Cal? Um, a hot
0: topics tonight. The CBP refuses to publicly reveal how many migrants are sick with contagious diseases. Also, trade war escalates with China. And Putin orders symmetrical response to U.S. missile tests. Also, I hit it and quitted headlines. Ex-Houston police officer charged with murder after deadly drug raid. Also, international gang charged in a widespread romance scam. And Walmart and other retailers face lawsuits from gun sales. What's popping with Papa Diddy? Our Weird news also. Truth about the electric slide finally revealed. Also, Colorado bear smashes through wall like Kool Aid Man, and vomiting vultures invade Florida vacation home. Okay, that's too much for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, with with red wine, did you really forget? Also, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap up. I got quite a bit for you tonight. Our cocktail of the week is called Dressed Mescalada. Also, our the list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topics.
1: Hi, this is Papa Didi. If you haven't heard of Pajama Party, you're missing out. We got Hot Topics, quit quitter Headlines, What's Poppin' with Me, Weird News, I'm Just Saying with Red Wine, Living for the City again with Me, the Hollywood wrap-up of the kettle, the cocktail of the week, the world's famous kiss-it list, and, of course, the last word. We serve up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at 914-803-4306 or listen at www.apajamaparty.com and also follow us on Twitter. Right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of mm-hmm. oh, you, you, I'm here Hello. Good one.
2: Bonsoir, darling.
0: Darling.
1: <laughs>
0: All oh, uh, right. All right, hot topic, Tad. Okay, all right, let's get right to it. Uh, all right, I guess I'm up first. It's, uh, CBP, which is the Custom Border Protection, refuses to publicly reveal how many migrants are sick with contagious diseases. So despite the outbreak of flu, tuberculosis, and chickenpox, that's a lot. The yeah. CBP refused to tell the public how many migrants in detention facilities have contagious diseases. Doctors have long been concerned that these congested settings are breeding grounds for serious illnesses. That's true. Uh, the Dr. Um, Schaffner uh, says they create facilities that encourage the spread of infectious agents, which makes sense. Um, the CBP senior health official told CNN his agency keeps track of infectious diseases among the hundreds of thousands. Listen to what I'm saying. Hundreds of thousands of migrants who pass through the CBP detention facilities, mm-hmm. but he declined to release that data. Yeah, okay. So, um, I mean, is, is that crazy or what? That's totally crazy. It just doesn't make any sense So the last half of this article says Earlier this month Winnikoff, Spiegel And three other physicians Sent a letter to members of Congress Expressing concerns about infectious diseases At these detention centers Um, they, they, They detailed the deaths of three children In the U.S. custody Who died after contracting the flu The doctors urged that migrant children Be vaccinated against the virus um, the agency doesn't vaccinate migrants due to the short-term nature of the CBP holding and the um, complexities of operating visit, uh, vaccination programs. I mean, that, that just sounds like a bunch of red tape to me, a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. It does. So my thing is, if you're coming into the facility and you haven't been vaccinated, just vaccinate them. But I did hear earlier, that, I think this week, that Donald Trump um, was saying that he was going to stop that, um, stop them from vaccinating, um, you know, the migrants when they come into the facility. So I'm like, are you serious? So. And
2: that doesn't make any sense. How else are you going doesn't. to protect people? And then wherever you send them, you're t- potentially spreading all these contagious diseases when you could just vaccinate and be done with it. Right. right. But,
0: see, your president does not like that. He doesn't want Unfortunately those people to be here So they, he's going to make it difficult for them to be here And that's the sad part about it But to me You know Congress should step up and say This is inhumane You know uh-huh. to a degree It just doesn't make any sense I, I mean what's your take on it Papa I mean you're kind of quiet over there What's your take on
1: it <laughs> I'm just I'm just taking it all in It's just so hard to believe The things that are going on today They're just doing the exact opposite Of everything that's right you know, everything, anything that has to do with legitimacy or to to keep things at bay, they're just letting it go. You know, do you think that you're not immune, giving people, uh, immunizing people, do you think that's going to, you know, they, they they think the wildest stuff. They think, like, oh, don't do it, let them, let them, do, let, you know, that's why you have different people, suburban people down in the hood buying drugs. It's always, mm-hmm. you know, what you don't think is going to be is what it is. And that's how the drugs get up to the suburbs by people coming down here and getting it. So mm-hmm. in the same way where if you don't immune if you don't immunize these people, you're gonna you're gonna take over that's gonna affect American people in the slightest mm-hmm. way. You know, we make contact mm-hmm. very casual today. You ain't gotta really rub elbows so strong in order for people to, to attract something from you. Stuff you down mm-hmm. they enough on a doorknob.
2: And you would mm-hmm. think that they know better than this.
1: Yeah, but they just think, well, no, let will immunize let them, let them stay sick, and we can, they don't realize, we, we hobnob, it's just what it is, hobnobbing is hobnobbing.
2: But for the little bit of money that it would cost to pay for vaccinations, they would rather spend millions and billions of dollars to keep people caged up. That's the same as the prison system. For what it costs to give people jobs, we spend, you know, what? Four or five times the amount of money Per person to keep them locked
4: mm-hmm. up Right It's
2: ridiculous It's totally counterproductive mm-hmm. And it's inhumane like you said I don't understand
0: it mm. Yeah But see my, my, my thing to a certain point You see the in inhumane um, Part as far as uh, I mean you wouldn't want a dog in there And where they keep those people at And the, the way that they're being treated so, my thing is, this should be a, a law or something saying, okay, if the president can't make a conscious decision on um, um, someone's welfare, a group of people, their welfare, then I believe talk, Congress needs to step in. Because it's Thank just you. like we're just step sitting in. back. Yeah, we're just sitting back and not doing anything. It's just, It's just so wrong, you know. But I agree. What are we going to do? Not you go down there and start protesting with these signs and stuff. What, you know, what else can we I don't do? Know.
2: I don't know. I just feel like I agree with you. Congress needs to do something. But I guess if Congress doesn't have the last word, they can vote and come up with stuff all they want. But if right. the White House right. is going to put the brakes on something that they don't want, then it's right. kind of like, what's the point?
0: Right, but see, my point is, even if Congress does make some noise, that's the key thing. They're making noise, so it's like either the president is going to act on it, or he's just going to sh- shut down, or he's going to make some changes. Maybe I don't know, but at least they're making some noise, and like this is inhumane. Just like um, I forgot what his position is, but um um Elijah Cummings, you know, he was pissed right. off at the guy that um was head of um. I forgot what his position was, but he was just like, you know, these people, they just in cages and you guys aren't doing anything. They're sleeping on these uh, aluminum things and they're defecating on these things and you're allowing them to sleep on it.
2: I just don't get it. Yeah, that was at that congressional hearing. Right.
0: You know, so. Yeah, but the know. problem
2: is what changed? Elijah tore a new one in that guy and nothing changed. Yeah, that's the stable. People get mad, and then life goes on. And then people protest, and life goes Mm -hmm. on. And that's the problem.
0: I know. I know. It it is. Yep. Right. Well, that's my that's my story. It just bothers me. That's all.
2: Well, if we Mm -hmm. learned how to protest like the folks in China, maybe something would change.
0: Because yeah, that they protest
2: is, is like Hardcore protest They oh, made yeah. a they human still. chain They made a human chain across Like one of the major highways Shut down traffic They've been protesting mm-hmm. now I don't even know how many days Because they're saying they're tired mm-hmm. of it They want a, a better uh, way of the government Being run And mm-hmm. they're just tired of that one man regime Going on the way it is
0: Yeah Homeboy's going to be ousted out Or he's going to leave on his own He's going to do something yeah. Something. Because
2: mm-hmm. they, I mean, yep. you see how they had shut down the airport. And they finally yeah. relented and let the airport, you know, operate the way, you know, normal business. Mm-hmm. But it was so bad, you couldn't even fly in and out of there. Wow,
0: let's say it. All right. But it just goes to on. show you how serious
2: yeah. they are about the cost. You know, right. this wasn't mm-hmm. a three, four day or a week or two, and then everybody take your sign and go home.
4: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: They have like, what, tens of thousands of people out in the streets every day protesting mm-hmm. and babbling this thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's good.
2: Anyway, well, speaking mm-hmm. of China, let's talk about the trade war. This is another situation that's out of control. You know, um, today, China has announced a tariff hike on $75 billion worth of U.S. products to retaliate against 45, a.k.a. Dodo, his latest planned tariff increase, which is, of course, deepening the conflict over trade and technology. And it's, it's overall weakening the economy. Now, Trump's people keep saying, oh, the economy's strong. We're good. Everything is good. We're not headed for a recession or any of that kind of stuff. But the numbers say differently. The stock market has been tripping, you know, like teetering back and forth. Today it dropped another dramatic drop. I don't know what the number was, but I know it dropped ridiculously low because of all of this stuff. Now, this announcement today came as the leaders of the, I guess it's the G7. They call it the G7. It's the major economies uh, getting ready to meet in France this weekend. So tariffs of 10% and 5% are about to take effect on two batches of goods starting September 1st and on December 15th, you know, just in time for the holiday buying season. But um, China's government is not giving any details on what goods they're going to put the tariffs on yet. I don't know if they're just laying back waiting to see what Trump's going to do. But, you know, they're saying, okay, you want to play tit for tat? We will match you every step of the way. So now you've got exporters on both sides in China and in the U.S. all cautious about what, what are we going to do. If everything starts falling apart and the cost of doing business starts to go down, what do you think is going to happen to the jobs? Because, see, the White House keeps on talking about, oh, the jobs numbers are looking good, you know, hundreds of thousands of jobs were created this month, blah, blah, blah. Well, if the market falls apart, the economy starts going down, what's going to happen to all those numbers? So China's trying to get Trump to, you know, I guess meet him halfway, come up with some kind of a negotiated middle point or something. But right now, the White House isn't budging. I guess he thinks, you know, he's going to, I don't know, bully them into doing what he thinks ought to be done? I don't know. All I see is it's a mess. And right now, BMW, Tesla, Ford, and Mercedes-Benz are likely to be the hardest hit by these Chinese auto tariffs. Because according to the numbers, in 2018, BMW exported about 87,000 luxury SUVs to China, from out of uh, Spartansburg, South Carolina. And they export export more vehicles to China than any other U.S. auto plant. So between Ford, BMW, and Mercedes, uh, they exported about 164,000 vehicles to China. Now, what's going to happen to those numbers? That's a lot of vehicles. And we're talking high-end vehicles. These aren't vehicles so just, you know, buying every day by the thousands. So when those numbers drop off, that means those plants, those factories and stuff, they're going to start dropping production, and that means jobs get cut because you can't sit around and pay people if there's no work to do. And if there's no money coming in, you can't keep the payroll going, you know. So he already put a 25% tariff on Chinese products, and that's supposed to be like $110 billion dollars. Of American goods that are being uh, Penalized The whole thing Makes my head hurt I don't know I mean I'm not an economist But I do know how to add And I don't care What you do one and one is going to be Two There's not too many ways you can re-add one and one If one You take away one from one what you get Zero You don't need a college degree or an economy uh, Economic uh, degree to figure that out so that's all i'm saying on that i just think we're headed for a real big ugly mess what you say papa
1: well this is all going to come full circle um everything is in this will come to pass everybody is just um it's just a fig me i move all over everything even what you were saying about BMWs and all that in Sparkburg County, I've seen neighborhoods where they have um, BMW dealerships. See, they import a lot of people in from Germany to work at these places, and mm-hmm. then you got all these German people, engineers and all, living in these neighborhoods and all these uh, what do you call them cookie-cutter cookie type houses? Mm-hmm. They line these sub, the, the suburbs. And they're all engineers that came over from Germany now to live in South Carolina. So when you say jobs, you're not really it's not really affecting the the real people on on the on the front end. You know these people are they have redeem and all kind of things that they take advantage of having these dealerships, these luxury having these luxury plants come with a lot of luxury perks and benefits. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like...
2: But a lot of these that, auto plants I'm just talking about the unionized. example you
1: made. I'm some no, but example. I'm saying
2: a lot of these auto plants you know are right. unionized, well, well, and those are well, American let's, workers.
1: That's well, right. But well, let's, let's talk about lower lower-scaled vehicle. BMWs and all them jokers, they, you know, it's going to take a lot to hit them because, you know, you can if you was a car salesman, you can either sell 100 Hyundai's or, or, or 10 BMWs a year. That's the difference when you are selling cars if you sell a low-end car you got to sell 100 to survive so if you selling beamers and things like that you ain't only got to sell 25 or 50 so but i mean that's just small talk but um what i want to talk about here on this story here is uh, another shanghai situation you got putin ordered uh you know different responses to the u.s missile tests, and and this stuff here is just small crap bullshit because You know, you got Putin and and Trump in bed with each other. You know, they've been jockeying women and pussy for so long, being the fact that Trump, excuse my language, but did I say that? I don't give a shit. Anyway, uh, Trump has been running the uh, Miss America pageant for years, so he's been jockeying women for years, and and, and Putin has been jockeying uh, uh, Russian brides for years. So all these guys, and then you have the other guy, Epstein, who was jockeying women for years, you know, he may, he liked the young girls, but he had access to all kinds of women. This is why you had, um. and I'm going to get back to the story I talked about original, but just to talk about how deep this stuff is, when you hear stories like the one I was going to read about missile, they the competing on missile crisis and who shot what missile where and how far the missile went. And it, it's, all, it's all crap because Putin and, and uh, Trump, when he was a civilian, I mean, why we ever made that man president, I don't know, because he he, he was a bullshit civilian. So how this man became a president now, mm-hmm. with all his ego and, and all his Atlantic City antics, and a lot of people getting to know Trump for the first time, you know what I mean? But if you live on the Northeast here, Philadelphia, New Jersey, New York, you've been knowing Trump for years. So he, he amazed all the people over in these little... Uh, Montana and all this, uh, you know, Wisconsin all, because you start talking all that white talk that they love, you know. They're pro-white, so they were loving it. But anyway, just to, just to make a long story short, this whole missile thing with Russia and them, uh, they're trying to retaliate now because America shot some missiles and now they're going to shoot some missiles and everybody's trying to compete about who shot the missile the furthest and who's complaining and where it's being shot at. Now, these are the same guys who was jockeying cushy. No more than ten, fifteen years ago when they were all young dick slingers, you know. Now all of a sudden they got an old and conservative, now they're worried about missile strikes. When they know their friends, you know, this is why Trump hypes up Putin. He's yeah. hyping up the North Korean guy. I mean it's it, it's full circle. You know, you gotta you really gotta open the ears and listen to see what's going on because these guys been they've been hustlers for a long time. So all this stuff when you put a military overtone on it that means nothing. First of all, nobody wants to kiss their ass goodbye. You know what I mean? I'm saying that by saying whoever has a nuclear weapon, nobody's gonna push that damn button, believe me. If one button, if one person pushed that button on a nuclear weapon, if China or all the big wigs that have if China pushes it on on, on United States and the United States pushing on Russia, you know, we're all kissing our ass goodbye. And they know it. So all that nuclear talk is just talk. Hey, nobody pushing no buttons on a nuclear weapons. Because in the world as we know it, you know, they they saw how World War Two ended. Nobody wants that mushroom on top of their head. So all this stuff is crap. It really is. You have to, like, like my man Joe Madison says, you definitely gotta listen with the third ear and uh, see with the third eye. So anyway, we're gonna put I'm just,
2: but it does concern me that now we're getting back into this missile war. You mm. know, because that had calmed down. But then once again, tit for tat, it's like are you fire one? I'm a fire one. I don't care what we agreed to. That's
1: just propaganda. Propaganda to to speak and distract people. You know, when they now they hustle they gotta they know who they do they hustle, you always gotta throw a distractor out there. How long have, have has Japanese people in the seventies and early eighties kept doing things to keep blacks and whites at edge with one another while they were sneaking dots and all kind of shit in America they would say something stupid to a black person, have them battle against white people, where they're jockeying all kinds of their little cars, their Hondas and all that shit in America, while the blacks and whites are on the left-hand side fighting.
2: Yeah, I get so that. it's a
1: distractor. Everything's a but distractor. But I'm just
2: saying, sometimes it could be that, but the problem comes when stuff doesn't go as planned. You know, you do something, you say it's just a test, and then the test goes awry. If the target was supposed to be at point A, but the thing went off course and then it landed someplace that was a populated area where it wasn't supposed to go, but it just didn't work out. Oh, whoops, our bad. You know, that's where you start running into problems. That's why they need to cut this crap out. I don't care if it is a smoke screen. I don't even want them to be. Don't do not do that. Leave that stuff alone.
1: Well, they got to they gotta spend the money in order to keep the money coming in. You got to waste the product in order to be able to spend money to, to buy more product. They can't let these bombs stack up. They got to test them. They got to shoot them. And when the budget come along, they spend more money and 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 do whatever. You can't just set, let the bombs sit in the corner and add up. If you got twenty thousand bombs, you got to shoot off ten thousand of them. So now, well, the if they just want to, to have it, a
2: pissing match, then go do that.
1: Do. Measure the do. distance
2: and get it over with. That's all I'm saying.
1: No, it's not that simple. Really. Well,
2: it should be. Make it simple. Why you gotta risk everybody because y'all having a pissing war with each other. Uh. Anyway, what you say, Kettle?
4: Yeah, Go. I say keep the pissing war. It. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, uh, they do what they do. It's unfortunate.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sick of the bull crap. Oh, I what? demand they cease this foolishness
0: Oh, go, out well. go out there and protest then. Go out there like the China China people doing. Protest,
2: All right. Meet me girl. out Meet me out front of the White House. We're gonna protest. <laughs> All right, I'll meet you yeah. there. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, we we're, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with our hit it and Quit it headlines. Uh, I'm I'm Winnie, host Papa i I'm here with Kettle. I'm here. Kettle? And red wine. i Kettles, Kettle's out of the uh, studio. As you hear echo in her voice, she's uh, she's out there collecting some bull semen. Oh and, boy. And uh, good for your hair, good for your face, good for your
2: and good for your follicles. Good
1: for your follicles, yeah, bull semen. And uh, red wine's here in the studio with me. Mm.
2: Yeah, I gotta terrorize Papa Didi. <laughs> All and, right. Uh, <laughs> we'll come right back. after
3: oh, right.
5: This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and add 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306 and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling.
1: All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darlings.
1: All right, Red Wine, you're up. Uh, what you got going on?
2: Hit and quit it. Let's talk about this ex-Houston cop. Did y'all hear about this one? This dude got himself in all kind of trouble. Got caught up in lies, and now he's busted. Typical. So, what had happened was. Ex-Houston, uh, former Houston police officer was hit with murder charges after allegedly lying to justify warrants for a drug raid that happened in January that killed two people and wounded five officers. Now, this guy, Gerald Goines, was a former narcotics officer. Allegedly, they keep using the word allegedly, allegedly fabricated information in order to obtain search warrants on the belief that suspects in the home were dealing black tar heroin. The raid resulted in a shootout that killed the house's two occupants, Dennis Tuttle, who was 59, and Regana Nicholas, who was 58. Goines was charged with two counts of murder, and his former partner, Stephen Bryant, was charged with tampering with a government record. So under Texas law, you know, if there's a commission of a felony and tampering, et cetera, you get, And somebody ends up dead, they call it a felony murder. So both of the ex-officers surrendered today on Friday. So the police documents say that the warring for the house was uh, justified by claims that an informant, a confidential informant, bought the heroin there and saw the weapons. But when investigators were trying to find that informant by the names that Goins and his ex-partner gave, they couldn't find the person so then when they finally tracked down the informant whose name was given the informant said uh we weren't on that case and i never bought anything at that address i ain't buy any drugs there so then going to the officer who was in trouble and uh charged with murder was wounded at the raid later admitted that there was no confidential informant and that he was the one that purchased the drugs so it was like wait a minute So you went somewhere and purchased some drugs, then claimed that an informant told you that there were drugs in this particular house, so you got a warrant based on fake information, went in there, shot up the house, killed two people in the house. Brother, what were you thinking? I don't know if he had a vendetta against these people in this house or what. I don't know what that was about. But anyway, uh, Goines Later, uh, when they indicated that the search warrant that uh, had identified heroin was bought inside the house, that's what he said. But then his partner later confessed, allegedly, that he had gotten the the heroin out of Goins' car. So Goins bought the heroin, had it in his car. His partner got it out of the car. Both of them were in cahoots in the situation. And the two people who were in the house ended up dead. This is a crazy situation. So now on. he's in trouble. Yeah, he's he's um charged with a felony murder
4: mm. and
2: the other the other officer, his partner, they just got him on tampering with government documents. I mm. I just don't understand what that was all about. Yeah, they
1: sound like a big power buff, you know, these guys uh they, they were going after different things, and they were just going at random, and things just got violently out of hand, and then some people got killed, and it was just, it was a mess. And this guy got a fake warrant, I I've heard about that story yeah. so but uh, it's this is all about power. You know I mean? Once you become a, a cop, and you carry that gun, and then... And once you have access, and then, too, this gentleman here as, as a black man, you know, which, which he was, mm-hmm. you know, you really, you know, once as long as you're carrying that black skin, you got to understand, you don't have the same lucrative as your, lucrativeness as your white counterparts. You know, you just have to keep that in the back of your mind. You know, so he's trying to be all fancy with different things and, and everything, just want to ride. And they're throwing his ass under the bus. Oh, yeah. You know, and people, everybody else is backing yeah. off when this rage just went Completely south. Yeah. It just went south. And he all, had and all, um, all ways, just
2: He had permission to conduct what they call a no-knock
1: raid. Yeah. Based just, on
2: the stuff that he said, you know, the informant yeah, had told him, yeah. and all of this.
4: Mm-hmm. So
2: now the Houston Police Chief is vowing to end the practice of no-knock
1: search warrants. You know, now that the chief's ass is not in the sling, he's gonna, you know, sacrifice everything around him. Yeah. Being a fact, he's just as crooked as anybody else. But now something's come up now, just like, just like Trump. <laughs> Whenever there's a distraction in place, that's the best way to, to rob a bank is to blow up a fucking store next door. Yeah, that's true. You know, so.
2: And now as a result of this, they're going to go back and investigate over 1,400 criminal cases that Goins was involved in, I guess, to make sure that there was no funny business in that. And they said that he had a decades-long career. So that's at least 20 years. How could you sacrifice all that time and possibly your pension doing something stupid like that?
0: And you sure no, that the information that he got wasn't bogus? You know what I'm saying? He admitted, it was, it wasn't,
2: mm-hmm. But he admitted that he bought the drugs. It wasn't about getting bad advice from an informant. He admitted oh, that he's the I one who bought the drugs. He admitted that there was no informant. He made the whole thing hmm. up. Wow.
0: So he was trying to cover
2: his own hands. I guess. I guess he was trying to, I don't know, maybe make a name for himself. No, I wanted to be acting
0: alone.
2: Well, his partner was with him, and both of them are in trouble, but he's the one going down with the murder felony.
1: Mm. Anyway, here's another story. That um, You know, these things come out like they're stories, but this stuff goes on every day. This was something, this was a an international gang that gang was charged in a widespread uh, romance scandal. This stuff here involved uh, uh, the, well, the U.S. prosecutors, they charged 80 people in connection in an international romance scam, saying that a group um, consisting mostly of Nigerians defrauded business people and elderly women and all, all kinds of stuff. Uh, It was just This This is just A a group of people That was just In the scams I mean Just scamming people For romance And and all kinds of stuff You know They were just Getting people on on Money laundering And and just just All kinds of things And this is This is basically Based out of Nigeria Which is You know Where everything Runs out of You know I saw a documentary The other day On the, the whole process Of cocaine And how they put together Kilos And how the Uh the, this is as an example to this here how the price of a kilo a kilo of cocaine rises as it gets further and further away from the boat. You know when you're in Peru and you're 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 making it and then the way you uh, transfer it like once the people get together in their little huts and everything and they and then you talk about a chemical aspect of, involved mm-hmm. and they do these like in little huts back in the back in the woods somewhere mm-hmm. you know of Peru where they they have to refine it and 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 water it down, and then abstract the water out of it in order for it to dissolve in the water. And I mean, you got you have to see it all. starts starts with a with with the plant, you know, with the, mm-hmm. the plant over in Peru, and they they ship this stuff to Nigeria and they, they to uh over to Amsterdam and and process it here. And as you as it goes further and further away from Peru, that kilo that same kilo gets more and more expensive. Leaves out of Peru at two thousand dollars a pop, and then they go go. by, by the time that kilo arrives in America, it's, it's almost like forty thousand dollars. You know, and it's just it's just amazing how that whole process of cocaine between the the dealers and their little chem chemist labs and um you got it. yeah, I'm it, sure
2: it's quite a process.
1: And this this goes right in connection with all this other stuff, this, uh, because a lot of stuff with the with the cocaine and everything is was. Furnishes and and finances all these other businesses, mm-hmm. all these other scam raids, you know, and and they're sending coke over and all kind of handbags and everything else they can fit it in, coffee pots and, and coffee beans and everything else. So I mean, there's an undercut war going on that's so unbelievable. But
2: those scammers, boy, they they were doing some. I mean, what the, what's that process they call uh, cat uh, cat fishing? When you talk to somebody online, you show them a picture, and you got this whole online relationship going on, and they got elderly people who are lonely, who get into these Internet romances with who they think they're talking to, and then they hit them up for the money. You know, they tell them, like, oh, I'm an officer in the Army in the U.S. and all of this, and, you know, we don't have anything over here. If I could just get a hold of this or that amount of money... And these lonely older people, not always older, but no, send them money. You know, I saw uh, on the news they said this one lady had given this man at least two. What was it $200,000, $20,000. I know it was a lot of money. She had given this man all this money only to find out he wasn't a real person. You've been talking to one of these Nigerian scammers for, what, two years or so? Yeah. But they're so good at what they do. They don't rush you. It's like when you go fishing, you don't just snatch the the line up as soon as you feel a nibble. You got to work it, work it, work it. And then when you you feel like that fish is on there real good, then you slowly reel it in. And then when you know you got them, that's when you snatch it up. And that's what they've been doing. So now these people are out of like, what, a couple of billion, when you add it up, it's billions of dollars. And they're never going to get that money back. It's rough.
0: Well so stay away from the scammers then. Mhm. I mean, you know, when people people call me and ask me can you contribute, I'm like, mm, can't help you today, sorry. no thank you. Because I don't know if you're legit or not. I just don't know. So I don't I don't take that chance. I just don't do it. Yeah. So, you know, you you just have to make that decision if you're gonna go here with it or you're not, but I just don't understand how people can be so gullible, uh, sending somebody twenty thousand dollars. You know. I, don't, I don't, know. don't know. I don't. I get think it. when
2: these people work you long enough, and they feel like they've got your confidence, and that mm-hmm. they're they they think that you know we're in a relationship, so you can trust me. I wouldn't tell oh, you anything uh, that wasn't true.
0: You know, no, they don't no. just talk
2: to you two or three times and then hit you up for money.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, they keep these people in in online relationships for sometimes up to 2-3 years before they even mm-hmm. ask for any money. Oh, and I sometimes think. they're mm-hmm. so good at it, they'll just tell you, "Here's my situation." And the people will voluntarily say, "Well, do you need some money? Is there anything I can do?" And mm-hmm. they'll be, you know, just keep you baited along. "No, no, I wouldn't want right. you to do that. I'll work it out." "No, right. no, tell me what right. Give me a give me your st- information. I'll send you something.
0: Well, just be aware. That's all I can tell. Yeah. Just be aware of those Coast con artists. I mean, you know, if you think you're gonna you feel as like if, if you're gonna be gullible, guess what? Just hang up the phone. <laughs> you ain't got to talk to nobody. Just hang up the phone. But well,
2: stay off
0: the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you if anybody got any questions or comments what we're talking about, hit us up tonight. Nine one four eight zero three and forty three zero six and press one. To get That's in the one. queue Alright well I got this last article um, Walmart and other Retailers face a new front On gun sales on lawsuit. Check this out um, Lawyers and other experts say realtor- Retailers face growing Legal exposure for gun Violence um, After a 2014 mass Shooting at the um, Jewish Community Center In Kansas the retailer Reached settlements with two families Who lost loved ones also, Walmart workers are putting um, heat on the company to stop selling firearms with um, so many employees saying they feel vulnerable. I mean, think about it. These Walmart stores, Daytona, um, Ohio, and El, Pas- and El Paso, Texas, um, they, they were in Walmart stores. So I guess right. the employees, they feel as if, okay, we got to say something or do something. So, um, But check this out. In 2005, Congress passed a bill that protected gun manufacturers and sellers from being held liable for injuries, deaths inflicted by their products. Yet there are exceptions in cases, but there are exceptions in cases where the sale violators um, go state or or federal law. So I guess the states have have, um, laws state to state, you know. But – But in some places, they were able to carry guns, like in um, Kentucky and places like that. You can carry your own gun. It can be visible.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Because they were saying Walmart isn't the only retailer facing legal pressure over guns. Kroger, the country's largest grocery chain, was sued earlier this month for allowing patrons to carry firearms in the grocery store.
1: Come on now. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I remember that. That's
1: been going on for a while. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that place is an okay corral. Everybody's packing in that damn store.
0: I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. That's why I would never set foot in, in some store in Kentucky or wherever, those Midwest towns. I'm not doing it. No, thank you.
1: I wouldn't you get off mean? the fucking plane.
0: No, I would just tell me to keep going. <laughs> just crazy. I just.
2: I'm just, I just trying don't to understand why do you need to carry a gun? to go to the grocery store? Good question. Good question. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you really thinking somebody's going to jack you for your groceries? You got to defend that bread and that gallon of milk? I don't understand.
0: I guess it's like the wild, wild west. I mean, back in western days, I guess that's how they, you know, you know, it's like almost putting on a belt. You don't go anywhere without putting a belt on unless your pants going to fall. So they figure you know, protection as far as with a gun, I guess. This is how we got to roll
2: nowadays. You know know what? This is not the wild, wild west. This is not the 1800s, and they need to cut this foolishness out. I agree. That's how all these crazy things happen, because people are too eager to pull a trigger.
0: I agree. I agree. But, I mean, these big
2: companies are starting to become
0: liable because this is what you're allowing, because I thought like about a year or so ago that Walmart had said, "We want to stop selling guns across the board, but i apparently mm-hmm. not, I guess it's from state to state. I'm not sure um, but I mean Walmart that's a big name. everybody goes in Walmart every day just about at least once or twice out the week, and you can't right. tell me that you can't stop selling guns I mean, is that your it's almost like, okay. CBS, when they said they wanna stop selling cigarettes, people were like, oh my god, they're gonna lose money. No, because they were they were targeting towards a wellness type atmosphere for people. So their target right. was something different, right, other than cigarettes to kill people. You know, so you know, what I'm saying is Walmart needs to focus on something else other than just gun sales. You got ninety nine billion other products that you're selling in Walmart. Come on now, you already billionaires Really? I think this this would just be This would just be Something big for Walmart to make this step And say, okay, we're going to stop selling guns You know Mm -hmm. But uh, Until that time, I guess You know, got to keep out there protesting Like the folks in China doing So we got to do something Mm
2: -hmm. Well, you know, it was a matter of time Before those kind of liability lawsuits Started because just like the way that bars and places that sell liquor are getting hit right. with, you know, when people come out of there too drunk and go drive and kill somebody with a car, that's people true. are, you know, yeah. they they sit, uh change the law so that a bar who intentionally oversells someone mm-hmm. who is visibly mm-hmm. drunk could be held liable.
0: Right. So I, I mean, that that, that 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 makes sense. So
2: Yeah, I don't see why they should not be held liable
0: Right But this is ironic, we're talking about this I happened to see on um, The judge show today, Judge Judy It was a couple That um, This guy had a party And he seemed like a responsible guy But he had a party And he had like 9 or 10 patrons You know, know, um, attending his party Somebody got drunk And hit the neighbor's car smashed the car up and they left so Uh that particular person that had the party he wouldn't give up the information so they end up suing him i was like wow first time i heard that but he was he was responsible just like walmart you know these bigger stores are being responsible you know, have to be held responsible for these things that are going on with these guns you have to they have to take a stand somewhere but he was yeah. but this guy was held liable for this other guy's crash. He wouldn't give up the information to give to the neighbor, so that was just
2: But that know, makes so sense to, to me because if it's your party mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. let somebody get that tore down and they go out and drive and, and wreck somebody's vehicle, either right. you give up their name or you take the mm-hmm. hit for. Them.
0: Right, and that's what that the judge said. That that's the law. That's that you are held liable because he was in your home. And you either provided the cocktail, he kept saying I didn't, but you provided the glass or the cup, she said, so, well, yeah, you're liable, you're you going pay $2,500, so. yeah, hmm
5: Oh, well, so,
2: pay up. Yeah. yep,
0: yeah. yeah. so, Walmart, it, it, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it, so,
2: yeah, Walmart, they're going to
0: step up to the plate and do something, because... I've heard like a couple of a couple of weeks ago that some um, employees of Walmart they were out protesting because of that. Mm-hmm. Those, the you know the sale of the guns and what's been going on, you know. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what Walmart's going to do. They're going to step up to the plate. You know.
1: It gets oh. it gets pretty deep though, Kettle on. Um the whole thing you was talking about because it's really not just Walmart. It it goes to mm-hmm. uh I, I saw a documentary on your spot, uh Costco. hmm You know. See Costco also in some states where alcohol is uh legal to be sold mm-hmm. in stores mm-hmm. you know, they're they're kicking ass and, and like the deepness this like in the D M V area. Um mm-hmm. you have you have let's say you have a Costco in Prince George County And then you have mm-hmm. a Costco In D.C. Mm-hmm. The difference in D.C. Is when you walk into Costco in D.C. what's the first thing you see What? Lined up, stacked up Liquor mm-hmm.
0: oh, ah, ah, yeah. ah, and that's, that's the only Costco's That sells up. liquor
1: And so also in D.C. And here's another mm-hmm. thing oh, Here's okay. another thing Right, right and now here's another thing: when you compare from Maryland to DC, mm-hmm. when you're in Maryland and you walk down the different refrigerator aisles, you see uh, the Gord the Gorman fish and 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 chicken and bologna and all that jazz. But when you go to the to the refrigerated area in DC, what do you see? Mm-hmm. Beer, wine, all that jazz. So you know, booze and things like that. The the devil's work sometimes the guns and all that that's what kind of pays the payroll and and yeah, Walmart says we get rid of our guns because if you pay mm-hmm. if you're only paying people seven eight dollars an hour and your payroll is let's say for round number six let's say your payroll was two hundred thousand dollars a month for for the mm-hmm. fifteen employees you have, and you're making four hundred thousand on gun sales alone, then you're paying your employees mm-hmm. for the month just on fucking guns alone. So that means okay. the money you're making off of cereal and juice and butter and eggs, that's going for the corporate jokers. You know, the I mean, it's just mm-hmm. we couldn't even imagine. We couldn't even imagine. So that's why they support it and do it because it's all about the money and the damn thing funny. They don't give a damn. As long mm-hmm. as that payroll's getting paid and able to handle their business, that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I thought about yeah, the yeah, DC thing. 'Cause you walk in D C boy in that Costco and they got booze everywhere, don't they? Yeah, they and they did. got and you know that's a big box store. So they got they got them balls of sky that's big enough for you can, A child could play with them damn things that's so big.
2: I like their wine <laughs> selection.
1: Yeah, it, this is red wine. They that's have sweet.
2: such a beautiful wine <laughs> yeah, they have
1: selection. See? <laughs> they whenever, do. You talk, whenever you oh, talk about alcohol wow. alcoholic habit, they are gonna start confessing. How you doing red wine? Oh, anyway. So oh, what?
2: Uh, mm-hmm. anyway we're going well, to That wraps up and Quit it Yeah we're going to Take a quick <laughs> break And come back With Papa Diddy And what's popping. Since right. he's already On my case About I'm the wine selection I'm fired up Alright this will be quick uh, And then Papa Diddy's Raring to go So we'll be right back
5: You're in tune To the late night Adult pajama party Right here On Vlog Talk Radio This is a production Of DC Homegrown Entertainment To share your opinion With the pajama party crew Call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website www.apajamaparty.com and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party.
1: All right, welcome back to the pajama party. One of those Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling, darling. All right,
4: it's
2: time for Papa (laughs) Didi's. Segment oh. on Behave cattle. It's time for what's popping with Papa DD, mm-hmm. and we're gonna start him off. We're gonna start him off with a disclaimer so he can get it going. So
0: The stand following by. Mm-hmm. contains coarse language and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: <laughs> all right, go for <laughs> yeah. it, Papa. Yeah, let's get it in. Let's get it in. You know, first of all, I want to give a shout out to a brother. A brother I met down at my mechanic's place. A brother named um, named Theo. His brother, uh, just to give a, a little plug to his business, he does uh, uh, blackout the uh, window tinting. And uh, good brother he had a good conversation when we both was uh, using Woo. I'm mean, going to give a shout-out to Wu as well. Wu is, woo. Our, Wu is our auto mechanic.
2: Shout-out to Wu.
1: He's a via, out
2: to Vietnamese
1: man. Man, man. Ain't nothing this man on how a fix on vehicles. And he got some good prices, and uh, he even cut you a break and let you pay for men over time. A little bit, you talk talking the right way. But uh, the brother Theo, just give you a shout-out. Like I said, he has a window tinting business, uh, blackout window tinting. And we'll get deeper on his business uh, as time goes on for the show, make him a friend of the show. Anyway, we're going to get into my segment of What's Poppin'. I'm Papa Didi. You know what I want to talk about tonight? I want to talk about that bitch-ass Baker Mayfield uh Does anybody know who Baker Mayfield is?
3: He
2: plays football, he right? He plays
1: football. Young, punk-ass, typical, white-bred, Cleveland Browns, oh. new quarterback. Now, this boy won the Heisman Trophy. He played for uh, Oklahoma. Now, now here's a boy who had run-ins with the law and everything else. But being he got white skin and the white boosters was protecting him and everything else. This a little crazy as they get away with murder. He ended up with, uh, not murdered literally, but he was able to win the Heisman Trophy, first-round draft choice and everything. Now, the other day, he put his foot in his damn mouth, and he was backtracking trying to step out of it. He he said to GQ magazine that he couldn't believe that Daryl Jones, who was a regular average little skinny white boy that came out of Duke, was drafted to New York Giants mm. as a future replacement for Eli Manning now I guess in the reality of, of life he realizing that uh, Daryl Jones who's just a mediocre guy who was came from Duke, Duke isn't really a football team, Duke is more basketball so I guess he was pissed deep down inside with uh, Daryl Jones because he went to the Giants. Now he's a first-round draft choice, but he had to go to that fucked-up Cleveland Browns. So he tried to make the best of that by talking all rough. Yeah, we this we Somebody gonna knock him on his ass because he's young and stupid. But anyway, he put down uh, Dal Jones saying, "Can you believe the Giants took Dow Jones?" So everybody started saying, "Why did you say that? Why did you?" Then he tried to back it up by, by you know, backtracking saying, "Oh, it was taken out of context. I didn't mean that." You know, if I hear one more white motherfucker, including Trump and everybody else, talk about what they didn't mean, and then you got, what's the lady named Connolly that comes out and speaks for Trump?
2: Oh, yeah. And Kellyanne.
1: Kellyanne Connolly speaks for Trump, and the other lady, uh, Huckabee, who used to be the press secretary. No, the president met this. How do you come out and say what an, when you speak of somebody what another joker meant? We heard what came out of their mouth. But anyway, getting back to Baker Mayfield, he puts down a little young white boy that came from Duke and went to the Giants, and then after the league said, yo, man, you shouldn't talk like that. He's the G no, G2, GQ took me out of context. That's not what I meant. What I meant was, I'm like, you little lying motherfucker. You cocky as hell. He talked about the black coach when the coach got fired from Cleveland. Talked about him, put him down. Now he has this other crazy-ass brother. What's the brother with the, the hair, of the the. The brother, the wide receiver, he's playing with him and uh, uh, Big. What was the? Uh, God, I can't think. He used to play with the Giants. Uh, the brother was with the goal yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Anyway.
2: The salsa guy.
1: No, 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 no. no. Okay. Anyway, anyway, he he has a couple of receivers in there now. He has um, I can't think of the name. The name fails me. I'm sorry about that. But uh, right now, Baker Mayfield, who's the quarterback of the. Uh, Cleveland Browns got a couple people. Beckham, Odell Beckham.
4: Definitely.
1: He's got Beckham and uh, and and uh, Laundrie, uh, another guy. Now they got two wide receivers. So, so this this guy here, um, Baker Mayfield, think he got a team with Cleveland this year, but somebody's gonna knock him on his ass because he's, a, he's an arrogant bastard. You know, he's a white bread. Guy that, that talked about this other dude. He's an evil dude. He was all in trouble back in Oklahoma when he was in college himself with the cops and getting drunk and all kind of shit his damn self. So he even forgot about how fucked up his life was. So anyway, it, it, it remains to be seen how Cleveland Browns are going to do. The team's fucking losers. It just got of got a couple people this year. They're not going to do anything well. So I'm, I'm wishing them all the bad luck in the world to get knocked on his ass <laughs> this year to bring him back in perspective because he's just a cocky dude. You know, they had a black coach that played for Cleveland for a couple of years. They lost all their games over the last two years. Then Baker Mayfield came in, and they won about six games. They fired the black coach, and Baker Mayfield said, I'm, I'm glad to see him go, putting the brother down. When the brother was doing his best with the fucked-up team he had. So I'm just saying to the Cleveland Browns, we're going to put them on the kisser list at the end of the night. But uh, the Cleveland Browns can kiss my ass with their little white, bread-ass, punk-ass, quarterback, Baker Mayfield. He can kiss my ass with his lying ass. Talked about the dude now trying to get out of it. So, we'll see what's up. You know? I just want to throw a little uh, eye-opener on that move then. If you got any comments out there on anything we talk about, um, give us a call. 804. Uh, what, what is it?
2: 804
1: 914. 914.
2: You 4. cut
1: off. 803. 4306. Ever since I poured this brown liquor, I'm,
2: I'm yeah. Uh, Alright, well... Thank you so much for that.
1: If you're already in the queue, you can press one and uh. You got. playing me all look at, red wine is playing my exit music and I'm not even finished. That's all right.
2: We're giving you your applause. That See? was excellent information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I have a question for you. Is um, is Baker Mayfield mixed? Isn't he of mixed descent?
1: Yeah, he's mixed with white and Caucasian.
2: White and Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I thought he was, you know, had a black parent or something. But why? Why mm. would
1: you give him to us?
2: No, I didn't want to. I didn't want to claim him. I thought that I had heard that or read that or something.
0: Cattle, no. shut, shut up. Wait, are you wait a minute, the black police now? Uh, red
2: one? You don't want to claim yeah, him? Yeah, he was.
0: Is he?
4: Is he? Is he? Said, is he, is so he, he
2: <laughs> trying to give him or something? No, I said I thought that I heard somewhere.
1: So uh-huh, why are you uh-huh, trying to save uh-huh. that motherfucker? You
2: know what I was. <laughs> he's an asshole. Uh, I mean, see? You
1: see, you see, you see how our bl- our black race is. We are always trying to patronize somebody. I was. We can have
4: fifty. We can have answers.
1: we can have fifty. We can have fifty black folks. Right? Forty-eight could be down with the cause, but then you got two Uncle Tom motherfuckers that oh, always want to come and say. We
3: well, you know he's not right. He's going
1: to race. He's going to race. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break. We're going to lighten <laughs> it up a little bit. What are we going to do? What are we going to no, do? No, red wine. I'm
2: about to, I'm about to, I'm about to oh, kick fine. red wine. <laughs> and... Okay, fine. Is he mixed?
1: <clears throat> hell, yeah. He's mixed with white and Caucasian. Okay, All right, fine. come on, anyway. red
2: wine. We're going to
0: lighten it up a little bit. What you got over there? <laughs>
1: what? Oh, <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: We're going to get into the
1: weird news. The weird news is the news that's uh, crazy as hell. We're going to do a couple little stories on the weird Yeah, news, and
2: it gets weird.
1: Starting with uh, Red Wine.
2: Yeah, this is uh, the truth about the electric slide. How mm-hmm. many of us can say we have danced to the electric slide? That would probably be everybody. Well, mm-hmm. now we know the truth about the origins of that song. It's something that singer Marsha Griffiths spoke on but strongly denied. Mm-hmm. And most folks who've heard the electric slide, got their groove on, didn't even know what that song was really about. There's been rumors for years, but nobody knew until now because the man who wrote the song in the first place has finally confirmed the rumors. Y'all ain't ready for this. Songwriter Neville Livingston, also known as Bunny Whaler, is putting the rumor to rest. He confirmed that the song, also known as Electric Boogie, is indeed about a vibrator. Yep. The electric slide is about a vibrator. Mm. According to a source close to Livingston, who wrote the song, word of the question about the origins of the song reached him all the way in Kingston, Jamaica, where he currently resides, and he put the rumors to rest and said, I'm surprised it took people this long to figure it out. Mm. (laughs) It seems that the 71-year-old Livingston wrote the song after a girlfriend of his told him that she didn't need him because she had a toy that she nicknamed Electric Slide.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. That's,
2: that's the origin of it. Let
4: me see. Come so the next time me. you
2: go to a wedding and they put okay. on the Electric
0: Slide, okay. you'll be to,
2: to the vibrator song, just so you know.
1: Oh, Are you coming oh with my? me? Come let me take you on a party ride. Yep. I'm going to teach you, teach you, teach you.
2: The electric slide. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm not you touch know. that with a
0: 10 foot pole. Hey. hey. All
2: right. You may not okay. need ten feet, so but anyhow.
4: Slide is. It <clears throat> would
2: <throat> <throat> Okay. I remember. Electric slide um, is a. a Papa Didi still still uh, taking it in. Uh-uh. 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 All right. <laughs>
1: trying to make the connection. Uh-huh. So electric slide uh-huh. is a mechanical dingaling. That's
0: okay. a vibrating song. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. This is so about you know a, a Colorado bear. Colorado bear. <throat> I'm sorry. Okay, go I'm ahead, Cam. That's all right. I'm going to let y'all finish with y'all lecture slide shit. Keep talking trash now. Okay. Uh, Colorado bear smashes through a wall like a Kool Aid man. Uh
3: oh.
0: A bear entered a Colorado home Friday night looking for deviled eggs but its exit was straight out of a kool-aid commercial homeowner john Slawinski said the bear entered his house through an open door after smelling some goodies in the garbage what had happened what happened was we had Uh put the trash in, in the house so it wouldn't attract the bears and i should have closed the door instead of closing the door Lewinsky went upstairs for a few minutes, which gave the hungry bear a chance to get inside and get some deviled eggs that were in the trash can. Okay, somebody didn't like deviled eggs. They threw them away. However, (laughs) things got tricky when the animal accidentally closed the door with the trash can and became stuck inside the house. The police was called. The officer said the bear forcibly breached a hole in the wall like the Kool-Aid man and made its escape. Colorado Park and Wildlife told Fox News that bears have entered over 35 vehicles and nine homes in the estates park in northwest of Denver since July 24th and August 3rd. Meanwhile, Sawinski said Sawinski and his wife have a huge memento of their recent guests and some newfound knowledge about what not to do around bears. Okay. So don't put no deviled wow. eggs in the trash anymore. So, and close your damn door.
2: <laughs> you know, Aunt Janice made those devil eggs. Nobody likes uh, Aunt Janice's devil eggs. <laughs> she brings them to every event and they throw them in the trash every time. Mm, that's what mm, happened.
0: Mm. But they should have ate them.
2: You know, I'm everybody sure can't that. make deviled eggs.
0: <clears throat> well, that's true. That's so yeah, true. Yeah, that
2: was Aunt Janice. They threw them things okay. in the trash. That bear went right mm-hmm. through the wall,
0: huh? Uh, yep. just like Kool-Aid, man. That's funny. I haven't seen that commercial in a long time.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> I don't think so that fun. thing runs anymore. Hey, Kool-Aid. And he comes uh, up no. through the wall.
0: Through the brick wall. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: All right, Papa, over to you. What's your weird news?
1: Uh, vomiting vultures uh, invade a Florida vacation home. Oh, no. How about that? Uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. People living in a lap of luxury. See, they got their own problems. (laughs) Okay, this is from the Associated Press. A New York couple. A New York couple's luxurious. Now, these are what they call them? Snowbirds?
2: Oh, yeah, could be. A New York
1: couple, uh, their luxurious vacation home in Florida has been taken over by dozens of black vultures that are vomiting and, and defecating everywhere. Oh, I believe it because you know shit down here in Florida is off the chain. <laughs> Palm Beach Post reported that the um, Camiso family, look like an Italian name, they can't, they can't even visit their seven hundred and two thousand dollar home that they purchased earlier this year. Oh my god! Which is off the uh, Abib, uh Golf Country Club. It's off a golf. It's off a country club lot.
5: Now, they oh, described the
1: smell as a thousand rotten corpse. Ooh. The vultures have destroyed screen enclosures and have overtaken the pool and the barbecue area. Oh. The few times the family had visited they had to park their car in the garage or the birds would and the birds are pecking trying to get break through the garage door. Hey. A neighbor who name is uh Cheryl Katz oh there's a typical New York name there. Oh tells the post that um she got even worse because she lives next door to a person who feeds the damn vultures.
2: Oh, He's my just goodness. There
1: and feeds he the feeds the wildlife. He feeds vultures. He feeds the wildlife and um, making them even stronger. And they're they're just invading the whole neighborhood. So it's just, I would love to see that. I mean.
2: That is crazy. Now, these
1: people buying houses down there for $702,000. And the vultures who usually sit around waiting for people to die are like saying you know we hungry now this is what we do uh, we're looking for in between smack mm. so they, so they just,
2: invaded the house invaded the house and they're just vomiting well, defecating nobody shoot them away.
1: Nobody, nobody away and they they settle in
2: that is crazy like
1: anything else i mean you can't leave that house for a year expect to come back and all down there all you have is hot sun and you know just
2: well, if the neighbor wasn't them, feeding well, them, yeah,
1: the they
2: might not have had that problem. Yeah,
1: the neighbor's feeding them, so what are you going to do? I have? would
2: sue the neighbor and say, you're the problem.
1: And neighbor would say, fuck you. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, if they got a $700,000 vacation home, they got some money.
4: Mm, yeah, you need yeah, to yeah. call
2: Speed Dial, call your lawyer, and say, sue the people that's feeding the vultures because they're effing up our house. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, they'll get him out of here. It's just just like you're saying with Trump earlier. Get him out with a distraction. You got to get their attention somewhere else.
2: Good gracious. I guess that's a rich folk problem. They got to fight the Mm voters. Okay. All right. Shall we break or shall I just go right in?
4: Because
2: I'm ready for I'm just saying.
4: It's up to you. What do you want to do?
2: I'm ready to go for it. All right, I'm going to just go for it. Nobody said no, so that means yes. So I want to talk about did they really forget. So this week, you know, of course, we saw another story about a woman who says that she forgot her five-month-old daughter in the car while she went in Target to go shopping. And the baby was left in the hot car for over 30 minutes in a 100-degree heat. Fortunately, the baby survived, but the mother went shopping with her sister and her six-year-old child. Now, I just find it strange that nobody mentioned that the baby was in the back seat when they all got out the car to go to Target. Now, this woman, of course, was remorseful when she got back and called 911, and she was saying that she had honestly forgotten that the baby was in the back seat. And she didn't know how it happened. You know, I've seen it in the news. And always thought, how could you forget? And then it happened to me. And I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just not, I ain't buying it. Now, what I'm trying to understand is that she had her six-year-old with her. So she had to get her six-year-old out the car, right, to go
1: to Target. And they were laughing, come out.
2: Exactly. So assuming that the child was in a proper car seat or at a minimum in a seat belt, You're telling me that you didn't notice that you had another car seat in the back seat with a baby in it?
1: Next to your daughter.
2: Precisely. Assuming that the baby, was the the six-year-old, was in the back seat where, by law, she's supposed to be. Now, you said you were out there with your cousin. Was the cousin in the car? Were all of y'all in the car? Because if you were driving and you got a six-year-old and a baby which is in a car seat and a cousin, that is four bodies. How did all of y'all but the baby get out the car and nobody thought to get the baby out of the car? It just isn't adding up. It just isn't clear from the article that I read that the cousin and the others, the six-year-old, were y'all in a different car? Did you meet there? Were you all in the same car? I don't know, but I'm just saying, did you really forget? for real? For real? I've heard people say that you know there's a lot of things you can do to make sure you don't forget your baby because now it's become such a prevalent issue. They're saying, well, you can put your phone on the back seat or put your purse on the back seat next to the baby, and in that way, when you get out the car, you're not going to leave your phone or your purse. But how pathetic is that? They're saying that people will instinctively reach for your phone in your purse. But you don't instinctively reach for your baby? You need a reminder? Uh, They even got apps now that you can download on your phone to remind you to get your baby out the car. But
1: the baby was only born five months ago.
2: That's what I'm saying. How did you forget?
1: Did the fucking vagina even... After
2: all that you go through to have a baby, you forgot? I'm just not buying it. What is on people's minds when you get someplace and you forget... That your baby is in the car. I mean, I've left papers and inanimate objects in the car by accident that I meant to carry with me, but nothing that would die. I, I just, it amazes me that this has become such a big problem. And I'm just saying, did they really forget? Really? It seems to me that the underlying issue here is that people are just too preoccupied with a bunch of non important crap. That's putting babies at risk. If your mind is that cluttered with a bunch of bull that you could forget your baby out there in a hot car, you got too much on your mind. You need to reassess your life <coughs> and get yourself together. get. Get your life. You should not be that careless. You're talking about a baby who did not ask to be here. You had that baby. That baby didn't have itself. You should not be that preoccupied with your cell phone conversation or your social media, whatever you're looking at on your phone. That's your baby who is depending on you. This is Red Wine. I'm just saying, did you really forget? That's all I'm saying. All right.
3: I don't know. I
1: don't know. That's
0: all right, true. all right, real one All right It's out of
1: control That lady came back real like she was so apologetic and it just was, it was some... Yeah, they were
2: laughing shit. and talking as they walked back and they walked, to the
1: they car. Showed, they showed a, a clear picture of them coming out of uh, yeah. Target Yeah, it's not like all of a smiling. sudden she
2: remembered and came racing back to the car. Laughing
1: and smiling. It was they
2: casually were, walking back to the car and, and then saw the baby and, and was like, oh my God.
1: No, she didn't see the baby. She saw the cops that had already went to the car. Oh, okay. They had already got the baby out of the fucking car. You know, and it just was, they must have heard of you crying in there, and somebody bust window and took out of the window. A hundred degrees. And they were in, what, Scott? In Target. No, they were oh, in it Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Arizona. Where
2: it's hotter than How hell. How hot
1: is it in Arizona?
2: Ten degrees hotter than hell.
1: Ten degrees hotter than hell. Okay. I'll i tell, tell you yeah.
2: this, is, this stuff is getting crazy.
1: Then he took mug mugshot of her looking all like... He,
2: yeah, now she's all remorseful talking about it. I, honestly, I did. I honestly did. She just tried to God. kill the
1: baby because the baby was fathered by fucking Ray Ray. Oh, and Ray Ray ain't shit, and she's trying to get rid of Ray Ray's baby. And you know the fuck Papa, The baby looks like, he looks like baby. He looks like he looks Ray Ray. Just
2: like Ray Ray. You huh? ever see how a woman reacts no,
1: when she looks no. like, look at the child. You look just like your goddamn you like father. Your father. You look like your goddamn father. You look like your goddamn
2: father. I hate you. you look like your fucking father. You look like your fucking oh, father. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> on That's that awesome. note, we're going to take a break, and we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City on the Pajama Party show. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is the
5: Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914 803 4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914 803 4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the pajama party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling.
1: All right, welcome back to the pajama party on one Hills Pop of the Gemini Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: I'm still fired up, but I'm working on it. Oh,
1: now, where were we?
2: We were at uh, Living for the City.
1: You look just <laughs> like your father. <laughs> Stop that <laughs> damn <laughs> crying. You cry just like your father.
2: Time for Living for the City, Papa Diddy.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> oh, now you going to take my line. <laughs> All right. Living for the City, Papa Diddy. What's going on? You look just like
1: your damn father. <laughs> Stop smiling like that, You Smile just like your damn father. <laughs> anyway, that's baby's mama drama. Whew. God bless the child It looks like his goddamn daddy. Oh,
0: and,
1: and the mama? Wo- and the woman hates the damn father's guts. Anyway, um uh living for the city here, you know, uh Let's just let's talk about this whole uh, This whole G7 thing You know, this is a fiasco That's going to go down over the next couple of days That uh, Donald Trump's going to act like he's leading something It's amazing how he could talk about He could leave a country that, he, that he's got So messed up To fly over with a, at a round table With a bunch of Europeans That probably hate his damn guts And he's going to go in and act like he's the big cheese He's talked about everybody, you know France and everybody else that's uh supposed to be our allies. Trump doesn't realize that when you fight in a war, you need all the help you can get, but he just thinks that he got the power to do everything on his own. You know see the man has sat alone too long in his life just uh you remember you ever think sit back and look at the uh, the show The Apprentice now you remember when the person but when everybody's about to get fired and they came back to the boardroom to be fired. You notice how Trump sat back like he was the fucking wizard of Oz? Remember how the wizard told uh, told him to come back with the fuck what, what did he tell him to come back with the witches the witches shoes, shoes and come back with her kneecaps or something? <laughs> remember do you remember when the Wizard was fucking with Dorothy's head when they first came there for the first time? Come back with the witches fucking kneecaps <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: And they came back with the witches' kneecaps. Hey, well,
3: what he wants to do now? Get um
1: I come back with you. Know, he just kept messing with him until they they peeped his game. You know, they looked behind the curtain, saw he was a little bitch, motherfucker. So they was able to neutralize the situation. You know, such is life. You know, as soon as you find out the real deal on people, then you can you can take them apart. That's why you should be very observant toward people and see their weaknesses. You know, you want to see how your boss is. If, if your boss is fat as hell. And he's an asshole Feed him a fucking sandwich Keep feeding Every time he's saying Hey Joe How you doing? What are you doing Joe you want a sandwich Yeah I'll take a sandwich Feed Joe a fucking sandwich He's a fat bastard And that's his weakness So anyway <laughs> I don't know where the fuck next Anyway um, All I'm saying in a nutshell Is that uh, This situation with Trump With this uh, G7 thing it's been it's been ludicrous through the years with with different di- different things that he's have done, his antics, you know. And, and one more thing I want to say too: if you get the opportunity to look at the footage, look at the footage; it'll blow your mind. It will show you just how evil Trump is. If you get the opportunity, okay, to listening audience, look at the what's that thing called where all the networks get together in that room to do the roast and stuff. Uh, the uh, oh god. The broadcast thing is the
2: uh, the correspondent correspondent dinner. dinner. Mm-hmm.
1: Look at the correspondent dinner when when Brock was in there hosting it and Trump was in there that year. When when Brock was talking about Trump, look at Trump's face when Brock was talking about him. If Trump had a fucking gun, he would have shot Brock through the fucking eyes. Take a look at pull up pull up the just go to go on Google or something and pull up uh, Brock's jokes. On the 2000, probably, when did he when did he leave office?
4: Uh,
1: 2016. So I would say maybe 2015, maybe, 14 or 15.
4: Because
1: mm-hmm. he, cause he, he dropped the mic saying <laughs> Obama out or something at the end of Oh, it. yeah. So that was probably 15, 2015 correspondence dinner. Pull that up and take a look when Barack was saying his jokes and everything and showing different little footage on his jokes. And he was talking about Trump, and Trump was in the audience. So Trump ain't been there since then because he was so fucking humiliated because, you know, the man's an asshole. You know, he, he just he he, he thinks he's a shit, and anybody say anything about him, he rolls you over like a damn bowler pin. He really does. He's he, This man has a, a serious issue when it comes to talking about him. You talk about Trump, he's going to come back, and you don't give a damn if you're handicapped or whatever. You could be in a wheelchair, and he'll, he'll beat your ass down. You know, remember the guy We talked about that had the whole hand Oh, movement. yeah. I don't know. I don't know I, you know. Yeah, he, that
4: mocked he mocked everybody.
1: Mocks everybody. He's an asshole. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to put that out there. You know, just uh, filter people. See who's who and see who's what. What's what. Sometimes filter your own friends, you know. I filter Red Wine all the time. You know, she thinks she's she a trash. shit, but I shake her ass
2: down.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh. We're gonna keep it moving. Uh, we're gonna take a CC break uh, before we come back with the Hollywood Red.
2: See that? Sounds good. All right, and and thank you, Papa Didi. We'll just strike that last comment about red wine.
1: You. The court will look
2: disregard the comment about red wine.
1: You look like your father.
2: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Put down the
0: brown glass, baby. Uh, Put down the brown liquor.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good luck on that. All right. All right. Yeah, we're going to take this break, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live.
0: So you can reach us at 914-803-4306, or you can check us out on com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing, so call me now, 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WBJP, Log Talk Radio, waiting to hear from you. Uh, so here they come. I got I, I gotta go. I gotta go.
1: All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of those Papa D. We're here on uh, You Like Your Um, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. <laughs> and Red Wine.
2: I don't know this
0: man. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all behave over there.
1: Pull me up Y'all on behave. You Like Your Yeah, okay. Mm, mm. Mm. All right.
2: All right. It's time to go to the West Coast. Oh. What's happening in the entertainment world in Hollywood?
0: Mm-hmm. Hold on to your seats. I got quite a bit for you. Uh, All right. I didn't see the actual Dancing with the Stars cast lineup revealed, oh, but Lord. we have celebrities such as country music star Lauren Elena, um, pop star Allie Brooke. Supermodel Christy Brinkley, I think everybody knows Christy Brinkley. Um, we have quite a few TV hosts. Uh, Karoma Brown, Kate Flannery, never heard of them, okay, but they're TV hosts. Ray Lewis, NFL Hall of Famer. Um, Lamar Odom, the two-time NBA champion. Uh, what? Sean Spicer. John Spicer John, the former White House Press oh, Secretary. No. Oh He'll probably lord. Be the first to go. Um oh, uh my TV goodness. icon James Van Der Beek and Mary Wilson, one of the Supremes. This should be interesting lineup. Oh
1: so, boy. Who do you funny. think
0: will go the first? Who,
2: who do you think will go first? John Spicer.
1: Probably John. So. <laughs> well no, probably uh <laughs> Probably Christy Brinkley. I'm sure she can't dance either. No, you'd be surprised.
0: She is, she is no, she said shape.
1: she
5: can't dance.
1: She said she can't dance. I mean, she's, you know, and she's a crazy motherfucker too, boy.
0: Well, at least I she's mean, honest. I, well, we'll see. We'll, I mean, God bless I think her. She'll,
1: God bless her. I'm not I putting her down.
0: because of popularity, because that's how, what happened to Jerry Springer. He said, I'm ready to go.
2: <laughs> Try keeping me here. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Isn't um, oh, right. there's a football player too, the guy yeah. from Baltimore. Yeah,
0: Ray
1: yeah,
0: she said Ray, that. Ray, oh, Ray Lewis. Lewis Ray I didn't Lewis. hear his yeah. name, yeah. I'm
1: sorry. No, okay. I'm just All All right. Right. All right. Ray Lewis, okay. How do they hey uh, Kettle, how do they select these people anyway? I mean, what do they do? Is it good that's is a fifty four thousand
0: dollars question? I'm not sure. Probably, probably They're going to help get their ratings I guess You know People yeah. that have come out the woodwork They've gotten pull people out woodwork the
1: woodwork ain't Ray the Lewis. Wood. Yeah, Woodwork I ain't heard the These jokers, jokers That <laughs> need the damn Okay um, wow.
2: Okay.
0: Also um, Usher, Adam Lambert And the Real Housewives um, They were targeted in a robbery scheme a Beverly Hills real estate agent and his alleged accomplice have been charged with burglarizing celebrity homes in L.A. Wow. Interesting. Real estate agent Jason Emil and Benjamin Eaton are accused of using open houses to help pull off the robberies, which took place between 2016 and 2018. Um, they took about $8 million dollars. I'm sorry, the Kelms, the $8 million Beverly Hills mansion was featured on the Bravo's million-dollar listing. Um, But after it was robbed, they pulled it off the market. Oh, wow. So this was a home that was trying to um, go up for sale, and they robbed it. Um, These two gentlemen, both of Beverly Hills, were charged with money laundering, 12 counts of first-degree residential burglary. Never heard of these charges two counts of first-degree residential burglary with a person present, two counts of identity theft, and one count of conspiracy to commit burglary and one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering. They are accused of taking more than $500,000 through fraud and embezzlement. If convicted, the defendants face a possible maximum sentence of 31 years in state prison. The case remains under investigation by the L.A. um, Police Department. Wow! So, so Usher, Adam Lambert, and Real House, Housewives—they um, were targeted. That's crazy. But I guess stuff happens. Um, also, on another, another note, Scarlett Johansson is the world's highest-paid actress with fifty-six really? million dollars. Yes, according to Forbes, thirty-four-year-old movie star ranked in fifty-six million dollars between June first. 2018 and June 1st, 2019, before fees and taxes, a big chunk of Johansson's paycheck came from Marvel. She secured an eight-figure sum for her upcoming Black Widow uh, movie, Spinoff, which was rumored to be a $15 million deal. She also received a back-end payment for Avengers Endgame estimated to be around $35 million dollars. That particular movie, Avengers Endgame, grossed $2.8 billion. Be with the billion. Yep. <laughs> you can't beat that. I see why homeboys are clinging to her. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I was like, okay. Also, this one's going to knock your socks off. We have The Matrix 4 coming out. Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are set to reprise the iconic roles. For Matrix Four, but check this out. This that was a that was twenty years ago that the Matrix, the original Matrix, came out. It
5: was that but long.
0: Yep, this is going yep, to yeah. spin your head off. Remember, they said the Wachowski brothers had uh, uh, directed it and and wrote and created. Uh, they were the directors on this film. Yeah. Well, Lena Wachowski and her sister are going to direct this film. Wait a minute. Because you, I'm getting ready to tell you. Lana was born Lawrence Wachowski, and Leela was born Andrew Paul Wachowski. That's why. Stop your mess. Stop. <laughs> yes. Yep. So they wait, are you telling me that... Yep. The Wachowski brothers are Wachowski sisters now. They changed their identities. Yes. Yep. 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 So, I'm speechless. Yep, yep. Okay. So Lena is well, Lawrence is Lena, and Andrew became Lily. But they are the Wachowski. They still have the same last name, but those were the original names at first. So.
2: Okie dokie. <laughs>
0: I figured I would I would blow your mind for a minute.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got me on that one.
0: Yeah, interesting. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, and also there's a uh one last note. There's a CBS original movie that's coming out called Why Women Kill, and it's interesting because it's, it's done in three different eras. Uh, I think the '60s, '70s, and the '80s. Um and um. The young lady that played on uh um Oh my god. What's what's the name um Chinese woman? I can't I can't remember her name now. Lucy Liu? played in Yes, Lucy Liu. Yep. She's playing in um one of the episodes. Yep. And uh seems like two newcomers. It's a, a African American um actress and the other uh lady. So That's going to be interesting. Why Women Kill is going to be on CBS. Mm-hmm.
2: I can tell you why, but I'm going to let them go ahead and do it on the show.
0: All right. I'm not going to trust that. That's my Hollywood (laughs) wrap-up. I figured that would blow your mind. Yeah, you got us (laughs) some help.
2: That was great. Yep.
4: All All right. right.
2: Let's see. You want to take a break and then come back with the cocktail of the week? That's fine. That'll be great. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, we shall do so and we'll be right back. Don't you move because we got the cocktail of the week coming up and it's a good one.
5: Be right what's back. What's your opinion? We want to know on the late night adult pajama party. Call us now on 914 803 4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914 914- and press 1 to speak with the Pajama Party live on the air. To listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press one. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now back to the pajama party live.
1: All right, welcome back to pajama party. I'm one of those papaditi. I'm here with kettle.
2: Hello.
1: In red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Comment E Ima,
1: ima, ima. <laughs> ima,
2: uh-huh.
1: ima, ima. What does that mean when they ask you? When you go to Europe and somebody says, come on, Talibu, somebody says, E I've
2: never heard anybody say that, ima, whatever. Ever you have been in Europe? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay, well, that's why I've never heard it.
1: <laughs>
2: Makes sense to yeah. me. You
1: ever used toilet paper in the bathroom, or you don't? Uh-uh. What uh-uh. does that
2: have to do with French and? I have uh-uh.
1: been used toilet
2: paper, I didn't know about Okay. Anyway, it's time for the cocktail of the week, my which clearly hard. Papa Didi has had more than one. All you know
1: right, what? What maybe, maybe try this particular cocktail then. Wait a minute. Look, so when up? I bring out my when I bring out my intellect, you blame it on liquor. I oh, be, I'm sorry, I was just that
2: intellectual? I
1: just can't Ooh. be, Ooh. Just can't be intellectual The toilet person.
2: paper m- remark was Whenever intellectual? Whenever I come up with
1: intellectual conversation, it has to be blamed on Oh, movies. I'm
2: sorry, I didn't realize that that was an intellectual comment.
1: That sounds like a local time um, watered down. I don't think so. All right, anyway. We
2: were talking about speaking French, and then you start talking about toilet paper. Yeah, I paper. said,
1: Iman, Iman, Iman. Hey, and you, I, you and asked you? me
2: what, anyway, you start talking about toilet paper, and I said, "What is that got, anyway? Well,
1: if you would leave Cleveland for a minute, okay? I be have been world.
2: outside of Cleveland, thank you.
1: Anyway. I've right.
2: been all the way to a lot of different I've been everywhere, man,
1: man. I've been That's every right. everywhere. That's right, I've been
2: everywhere except for Europe.
1: Okay. Anyway. Castle,
2: worried. it's time for the cocktail of the week Okay It's called the Dress
0: Mechalada What? It is two Yes, it is two ounces of Jose Cuevo Especial Silver. That's tequila, but you guys don't know that cool. tequila, um, tequila This is interesting 0.5 ounces of Yalula, which is hot sauce ounces ounces of lime juice, 0.5 ounces of orange liqueur of your choice, and 1.5 ounces of a lager beer, garnished with a lime wedge. So we're going to add the tequila, lime, cholula, hot sauce, and orange liqueur to a shaker. Shake until mixed. Strain over ice into a pint glass and top with the lager beer. And garnish with the lime wedge. Oh, that's some good stuff right there.
3: That's coming. And and,
0: and what is it called again? Dressed Michelada.
1: Okay. So let me ask (laughs) you a question. (laughs) Yes. Did Michelada used to be Michael? Since we're talking about, you know, uh, fucking sex changes and stuff tonight.
0: I'm quite it sure you it was like, Michael It was Michael Alla, Ada Michael Ada Michael was
2: <laughs> Yes I guess so. <laughs> oh, so this is the dressed Michael What is the undressed Michael Michael
1: his brother who's now, Michael his uh-uh. brother who is now his sister
2: Okay <laughs> so Sometimes uh-uh. it be that way Sometimes Ask okay. what we'll yeah. brothers They can tell okay. you Okay
0: yeah, they I mean first
2: come. Thing. <coughs> yeah. Just okay. That that one you got me on that
1: one. <laughs> All
2: right.
0: All right. All right. Well, y'all yeah, enjoy that cocktail of the week.
1: Mm-hmm. I know like, you said it's got hot sauce in the monkey. Yeah.
0: Damn. The Lula. So it
1: That's
0: adds the, a little the kick Tallula to hot it. sauce. Yeah. Is yeah, that so? The orange that orange flavor.
2: So the orange gives it that kind tames of reddish orange. Sauce, right.
0: Um. Um, you know, tent. If you look look it up, you can see what it looks like. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: yep. All right. Well, we're going to put it up on the website so you can see the cocktail of the week and get the recipe and get a picture of what it should look like if you make it right. Uh, hopefully the interns will have it posted sometime tomorrow. But definitely check it out. It'll be on the website at apajamaparty.com. Click on the Cocktail of the Week and get that recipe. Plus, we have uh, probably at least a couple hundred more Mm. Cocktails of the Week. So if you're having an event or a party and you're looking for an interesting cocktail, go to apajamaparty.com. Check out the Cocktail of the Week. We got some good ones for you. All the instructions and everything are right there.
1: Wow.
2: Because that's how we roll.
1: That's convenient.
2: Very convenient. All right. Well, it's time to talk about world famous Kiss List. Can you break it down for us, Papa Dini?
1: Yeah, I like to get a milkshake off the Mr. Salty truck. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. Kiss It List is the group of people that uh, showed a Bud Heiney and done some crazy stuff. Um, and we never uh, fail to bring you a long list of. Uh, people who have completely showed their butt because that's what people do. And um, let me see. I think one of the people we could start off this week with is Baker Mayfield. Um, Red Wine tried to bring him into, uh, what do you, what's that word called? Permission? Per, permission I just asked permission. a question.
2: Anyway, keep it moving. She
1: tried to make him mix.
2: Keep it moving, Papa deal. And as
1: we said earlier, Baker Mayfield is a white Caucasian. He's not mixed with anything but his, his pure whiteness. The
2: moving, Papa D. And
1: he talked about a young guy who was drafted just like him.
2: See, this is why women the kill.
1: Guy went this to, is
2: exactly why women kill. The guy
1: went to the New York Giants, and he <laughs> has a good future ahead of him. And Baker Mayfield's down there in ghetto-ass Cleveland, so he's pissed off. So, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, you are the lead guy on the kiss of this night with your punk ass. Anyway, after him. We have uh, 45, as usual. Uh, Roger Goodell, he's in a big fight with his running back. He can't seem to get a contract for uh, Ezekiel Elliott. So they've been going at it with each other. So,
2: I'd like to add Antonio Brown.
1: Antonio Brown, gosh, this man don't want to put on a I don't know support. what his helmet
2: issue. You need to get over
1: it. He's got issues, period.
2: Also, I've got that ex-officer, Goines, and his ex-partner down there in Houston for making up that whole thing to go in there and shoot up people in the house. Brother, what were you thinking? Um, let's see. Oh, I've got the neighbor down in Florida that's been feeding the vultures.
1: Yeah.
2: Lady, please stop. Vultures don't need you to feed them.
1: They sure don't.
2: That story said that lady was feeding them dog food and um, roasted chicken so that's why they're acting crazy you out there giving them food they're used to picking whatever off of dead carcasses anyway um, anybody else cattle nope I can't think of nobody Mm -mm. you got anybody else Papa Didi
1: yeah I got um...
2: oh yeah Papa Didi anybody else uh oh uh oh (laughs)
1: <laughs> you see? Says the person who wanted to bring Baker Mayfield. Oh, uh, here we go. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, uh let's see.
4: You know, uh, let's put that
1: old G seven thing in effect because they're gonna be talking over the next couple of days. Like James Brown said, they're gonna be talking loud and saying nothing to him.
4: Yeah, you're saying right about nothing.
1: that. And saying absolutely nothing. This is six six billionaire uh countries that just they don't like trump so they all sit at the table watching him he's talking a bunch of crap like he's the leader of everything in the world and yeah 40 45 put him on the list because he's a yeah, mess again he I called himself he them. called himself the messiah last
2: he week. said he was the chosen one
1: i am the chosen one messiah what they don't know me i'm the messiah he told you vote for him if you don't vote for me then you're not a true yeah, a Jewish person. He said,
2: a if you don't vote Israeli. for me, your 401Ks your and 401ks all your... Your 401 are going to drop. If you don't vote for me, your 401K toilet. is going
1: to drop. I mean, this man is just off the chain. With He needs to win that because this is his ultimate power buff. Anytime you're a, a person who's the power big time and you became the president of the United States, you think he wants to lose that power?
2: So now he's trying to, like, scare people mm. into voting. Anyway, yeah, he's on the Kiss it lease, at least, at uh, least the Kiss It List. At least five times. Yeah,
1: and you know we also want to send out some sympathy for one of the Koch brothers that passed away. Although they were very, uh, very Republican, they they yeah. they they helped furnish the Republican uh, party and put Trump in office with all their financial antics. But uh, they thought they're indispensable, like Trump thinks he's indispensable. And the one thing about life, which is so sad but very real, one day you will die. We don't know when or how, but you will die. And uh, the Koch brothers, they were billionaires.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: And
1: the gentleman died at 79 years old. This man has been fighting prostate cancer for 30 years. Wow. And I'm sure that would God rest his soul and all praise to his family and everybody else, people loved him and and adored him as a person. But this man will tell you that him dying as a billionaire, that he would have gave every penny that he owned. To get rid of their prostate cancer I'm sure So you know as they say Don't count your pearls before swine You know and the things you think In life has value You will never see a Brink's truck Falling hurts So I'm going to put that out there
2: Alright Well if there are no other contenders For the list let's give them their prize And here it is Here's my In
1: Kiss my ass. All right, welcome back to the Bajan Party. One, your host Papa Didi, I'm your kettle. Hello. And red one.
2: Bonsoir darling, one last time.
1: Ima, ima. Oh, okay. Okay, it's time, mm-hmm. ima, ima, ima. Mm-hmm.
2: It's time for the last <laughs> word.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that you, you neighborhood dwellers, have never heard that European term. Don't fault me because I go to Europe I four times a year. I keep asking
2: you, what does it mean? I go, I go to
1: Europe. I go to Europe four times a year. You two neighborhood dwellers, mm-hmm. never que se, been. say,
3: Kiske say, ima ima. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. All right. Red wine, you never been out of Cleveland, and kettle's never been out of Prince George County. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it, either one of you. Okay.
2: Like I said, you never say what it means, so don't keep telling me, Ima, Ima.
1: When I was in France, when they say, okay, esta, Ima, the response is, Ima, Ima. If you would go to France at least once a year, you would know. But okay. being you cannot get out of Cleveland, <laughs> you would never know.
2: Is that your last word?
3: Because I'm about to <laughs> shut you down. <laughs> uh. uh.
1: Anyway, uh, my last word, i just like to give praises to all the people who are uh, sick and shut in, people in nursing homes and people that people are catering to them, their, their their needs, and people that are taking care of people. Like, as the saying goes, people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. If you're, if you're catering to someone who is sick and needs nursing and, and things of that nature, uh, any aspect, you know, God bless your strength taking care of people because as we get age and as we just whatever elements happen to us in life as we embark in something different from our norm we always have to take the time to understand that as you always say that I always tell people that try to be nice to everybody in your life because when you turn around you never know who's going to be pushing your wheelchair you never know you never know who's going to be pushing you it could be somebody that you hated your whole life but you decide to push their wheelchair because you know they need your need help. So anybody out there that is a caretaker, God bless you for taking care of people. And uh, keep making going.
2: Okay. Well, I just want to say once again to reiterate on the whole topic of forgetting that you have a baby in the backseat.
4: Mm.
2: People need to get real. There's something else going on. I think it's something dark and sinister and to say that, oh, I just forgot. I don't know how I forgot. You know what? Let's get real. There's something else happening. You should not be that occupied or preoccupied that you forget that your flesh and blood baby is in the in the car seat or you know whatever. I, I'm just not buying it. But anyway, I want to give a shout out to the uh, senior citizens that got busted for having sex in a public place up in Connecticut. They were ranging in ages from 62 to 85. It was one woman and five men, and they were out there. I don't know what exactly they were doing, but they were doing something. And they got busted. Shout out to them. They were doing that thing. Mm. And they got busted. They were hanging out at some place that's known online as a place to go and have outdoor sex. So they all went up there, and I guess surveillance picked them up, whatever. But shout out to them for doing that thing.
1: So why the cop bust them? What is he...
2: Because it's a public place. People, yeah. I guess the word on the street was, it's a good spot to go and do your thing, but it's still public nudity and lewd behavior and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, thing. but
1: the coppers are no getting laid assholes. So Probably.
2: Right. but You know how that goes. Right. Anyway, over to you, Kettle. What's your last word?
0: Um, I'm not even sure. I think I'm going to be quiet tonight. I don't have too much to say tonight. It's just mm. just... I guess it's you know I have to desensitize myself away from um so much going on in the news. It's just like I can't yeah. watch it anymore you I know agree. and i and sometimes i just I just feel helpless that I can't do anything um, you know where are we as a society a community um it's just like every other community somebody shooting up somebody knifing somebody i I just don't get it. What is the problem? I know people keep saying mental health, but this stuff has Mm -hmm. been prevalent. And people have been in these neighborhoods for for a long time. But all of a sudden, it's like, you know, you want to go out and kill somebody or just injure somebody or something. I think people are just mad and and enraged and just don't know what to do. So I think they lash out at, at just people.
3: You know, you might yeah. be the first
0: one walking down the street and say something wrong yeah. to that person. It's like they're going to knife you or shoot you or whatever. It's just, it's just getting crazy. Yeah, like
1: that. Like that jogger was killed in DC a few months ago.
0: Mm-hmm. That guy
1: was just crazy. Yeah. It's just so, yeah, yeah. That
4: makes
1: a good, that makes a very good point. You know, just as the the as the Constitution says, you know, we hold these troops to be self-evident. Self-evident. Yeah That all people are created equal yeah. And we're forgetting that every day And you know And we, one thing we shouldn't forget either You know I know we're running out of time We have to understand too That the whole gentrification thing in the world You know Don't mm-hmm. think that has nothing to do with it anyway Because you The developers in this world today Need to realize When they get out of a helicopter After flying around Let's say northeast D.C. For example And all the buildings they're building that, that's not going to change things. I, I when I, I was on, I, I just give you one, one little fast example. I, I usually come down past the, uh, remember the whole whole wholesale district that was in D.C. when you turn off New York Avenue on 4th Street right there, but at PNC Bank? Yeah. There's a wholesale district right there. Mm-hmm. That wholesale district is being cut up more and more. There's only a few buildings on the left hand side of the street. That whole right side of the street now is brand new buildings brand new high-rise apartment buildings. Okay, that whole street there that you're on now, the wholesale district there which is on the other side from Gallaudet uh, College, the street there that leads out to Florida Avenue and you go straight down there. Burger King is gone. I don't know if you remember Burger King which was on the corner of... uh, I
2: remember that.
1: Yeah, Burger King was on the corner of L and uh, Florida right there before you go underneath the underpass ahead of New York Avenue there by the... uh, uh, tobacco and all that firearm place, but that whole area I see it every day is changing so much. Is it for the better? For the worse? That whole area is just and people are just walking around. They built all kinds of Trader Joe's and and people walking around. The new people that they build this for are walking around mostly <coughs> Caucasians <coughs> are walking around here like this is their new neighborhood. But it's a neighborhood that not only did you kick. Chocolate City out of Chocolate City, but now you didn't even get the Chocolate City people in D.C. anywhere to go. They're all over in Prince George County now. And it's so sad. I mean, I, we can elaborate more and more. I wish we had a, we need to put together a Saturday morning pajama party because the struggle continues into Saturday morning. It really does. Yeah, it does.
2: Well, it really does. we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate your time and attention. And join us next Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, when we'll do it all over again with a brand new live episode of the Pyjama Party Show. Yeah. Shout out to DC Homegrown, our parent company, for paying the bills, keeping the lights on. We do appreciate right. you guys. And um, did you want to give a shout out to uh,
1: Theo? Yeah, yeah, Theo. Uh, um, he does the uh, window. The window tent.
2: tent man.
1: Yeah, I met brother, good brother. We met at the uh, at my mechanic shop. Good brother. And uh, maybe we can get, get the Kettle back in the studio because she's acting like uh, me and Red Wine didn't get our immunization <laughs> shots. Yeah, we, were, we did get our shots for measles and mumps.
2: Yeah, I do have proof.
1: Yeah, we, we both got our shots for measles and mumps. But
2: did, did you so get don't the shot for shingles? That's what I'm holding out for.
1: <laughs> oh, well, no, oh, didn't get,
2: I didn't get that
0: one. We
1: didn't get a shingle. <laughs> you know what?
0: Well, we didn't you get guys get that shot. I'll come back into the studio then. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna call. I'm gonna call Shingle dot com on Monday. All right. And, uh, we'll get our shingle set. All, right. all right. All and right. Well, let's good say
2: good night, and we're gonna get on out of here, and we'll do it again next Friday. Say good night, Papa. Well,
1: good night, everybody.
2: This is Red One saying Bonsoir till next Friday. Say good night, guys. Good night.
1: And we're out. And one more, one more thing. Remember when you go to France and somebody says "Okay, ma you say Ima, Ima. <laughs>
2: Okay, thank all right. you. And good night. <laughs> Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? Right, yes, sir.
3: I bid you farewell, say Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go.
1: Well, good night.
3: I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh, Goodbye wait. now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Put
3: the summer pot today. Grown as that day. Going up pot today. Put the summer Party cool. Keep it real for you. No, no, no. Put the summer pot today. Grown as that day.